a soul thirst to know you, Father. I thank you, Lord God, for a new day. I thank you for a brand new day. This is the day that you have made. Scripture says you will cause us to rejoice and be glad in today. Father, as I come, Lord, into new beginnings, as I come into the beginning of a new day, I know that you are faithful. Lord, you are just, you are gracious, you are holy. Holy is the Lord, Scripture says. Lord, you are marvelous and great. I give you praise this morning and worship the beauty of your holiness. I give you praise this morning and worship the splendor of your love. Worship how great you are, how beautiful you are. Father, you gave up so much just to redeem us to yourself. I give you praise this morning. I worship you, Father. I give you praise this morning and give you all the glory. Once again, Lord, we are here in your presence. We have just come to fellowship with you. Father, we have come to hear you. We ask this morning, Lord, that you will speak to us. We ask, Lord, this morning that our hearts, Lord God, will, will receive your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, bless us with your presence this morning. Lord, cause someone's heart to come closer to you. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Alright, so good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone listening in. I am Murphy Eye Nike sharing devotion with you. Alright, we continue the reading of the book of Job. Remember, we started yesterday, we took four chapters. We saw how everything came with Job. We told ourselves Job is a good representation, a good lesson, a good character we can all learn from. As we read the book of Job, you will see a mixture of, of lies and, and, and bile even, or lies and, and envy. So, or maybe even a mixture of truth and envy. Sometimes you will see Job's friends actually saying the truth, but because it is mixed with envy, you have to be very careful when the time comes for you to apply some of these words. So some of the things that they are saying is the truth, is the truth, okay? But because there's a bit of envy there, there's a bit of bile and anger and, and hatred towards Job, okay? Um, it's very, very uh, difficult to understand or at least you must be able to weigh these things correctly. So one of the things we'll pay attention to is the mistake that um, his friends are making. And from yesterday, you would have seen that one of the mistakes that Eliphaz was making was that he was trying to claim that Job must have sinned against God. Job's children must have sinned against God and that is why calamity has come. Calamity came because of their sins. And I'm telling you, you know now, you, are, you will agree with me that that is not true. There are times when, when calamity uh, comes to even the, the righteous and in the good. And it has nothing, okay? It has nothing to do because with whether they have sinned against God or not, okay? So, um, Job chapter 5, 6, and 7, um, Eliphaz will conclude the first 
uh, his first words and Job obviously will respond, give him his response, trying to claim that, look, I know that I have not, I have not sinned against God. My children have not sinned against God. You know, so why is this happening to me? Job will also confirm something that he was grieving. Hmm. He was grieving. So because uh, it was clear that he was grieving, God could understand. I'm telling you, and I don't know why his friends could not understand who loses all their children, loses all their properties, losing, loses everything and not grieve. When people grieve, sometimes they mourn. Sometimes they speak from the bitterness in their hearts. Uh, it does not mean something that they don't trust God. Okay, so we'll see what lessons to learn from them. And then, of course, uh, our final chapter today, chapter 8, we'll see Job's second friend begin to speak. Alright, get your Bibles, let's read together. Remember that this one is written uh, in prose format, uh, in a uh, in a poetry format, okay? So, it's easy for us to just go through this smoothly. But we'll take one or two words and explain them, especially you know, when, when uh, they are speaking directly to us. Job chapter 5 says, Call now, is there any who will answer you? And to which of the holy angels will you turn? For vexation and rage kill, kill the foolish man. Jealousy and indignation slay the simple. Okay, when you read this, remember that Eliphaz is talking to Job. He's telling Job that, look, vexation and rage kills you because you are a foolish man. Jealous. Who is Job? Job jealous of jealous of Eliphaz. Remember, I told you about the appearance, right? Yes, I told you about the appearance. Issachar on one side, you know, and of course, um, Esau's children on the on the on on the other side. He says, "Look, yes, this is where this is coming from." Verse three says, "I have seen the foolish taking root and out and outwardly prospering, but suddenly I saw that his dwelling was cursed." for his doom was certain. So why this is maybe the truth and it could, yes, happen. But this is not the case in Job's, um, in, in Job's place. Okay, you can't call Job that he is a foolish person. He said, I've seen the foolish taking roots and outwardly prospering. Okay, so yes, it is possible, but not in Job's case. It is not because Job was a foolish man, did whatever he liked, and then had prospered, and today doom and calamity just came. No. It says his children are far from safety, involved in their father's reign. Can you imagine? In other words, Eliphaz is claiming that Job's children are suffering for the sins of their father. They are suffering for the sins of their father. And I'm not saying that this is not possible, but I'm saying that Eliphaz is mistaken at what has happened to Job. He says they are crushed in the courts of justice, the courts of justice in the cities, cities, gates, and, and there is no one to deliver them. He is saying that they deserve what happened to them because they are just reaping the benefits, the fruits of what they have sown with their father. Verse 5 says, It's harvest, uh, the hungry eat and take it even, take it even when it grows among the thorns. The snare opens uh, for its wet, for affliction comes not from the dust, neither does trouble spring forth out of the ground. But man is born to trouble as the spark and the flames. 
the flames fly upward. Man is born for trouble. Who told you, Eliphaz? Man is not born for trouble. So like I said, uh, you see a mixture of lies and truths and everything all mixed in there. You have to be very careful. There are many of the truths that, yes, I know that a lot of us even quote, okay? Uh, quotes in our prayers, quotes when we are trying to make a point. But a lot of these are mistakes or, or, or you could say Eliphaz is clearly mistaken, okay? So be very careful. Man is not born for trouble. Man is born to give glory to God. That's why God created man. The Bible says he created us in his image to give him pleasure. God created us to worship him. We were not created for trouble. He says, as for me, I would seek God. You see, a mixture of lies and truth there, right? So yes, he's saying that as for me, Eliphaz is saying, me Eliphaz, I would seek God and inquire of him and require him and to God would I commit my cause trying to justify himself verse 9 he says who does great things and unsearchable marvelous things without numbers who gives rain upon the earth and sends water upon upon the, upon the fields obviously he's talking about god and this is true about god he is the one only one that can do these things that can give rain both to the just and to the unjust he can bring rain you know, whenever he chooses he says 11 so that he sets on high those who are lowly and those who mourn, he lifts, he lifts to safety. So what I think I can pick from Eliphaz's own complaint, Job is now so rich and powerful, okay? And Eliphaz is on, this is friends, maybe at a time they used to be poor. And they are saying that, ah, yes, so now, thank God, the things that you have been encouraging us before, you have been telling me to go and walk and things like that. Now you are the one that have lost your job. Oh yeah, <laughs> you must have done something for you to have lost your job. Eliphaz, no, no, you are clearly mistaken. It says he sets those, uh, it sets on high those who are lowly and those who mourn. He lives to safety. He says he frustrates the devices of the crafty. Yes, a lot of us quote this scripture, right? Verse twelve. He frustrates the devices of the crafty, so that their hands cannot perform their enterprise or anything of lasting worth. And that is perfect about God. Okay, God is able to frustrate the devices of the crafty, so that their hands, even though they are right there trying to hurt us, trying to do things, they are not able to do it. Yes, this is true about God. Fifteen says He catches the so-called wise in their own trickiness and the counsel of the schemers is brought to quick end remember he is claiming that that is job that job the so-called wise that job used to claim that he was wise you know and of course all that job was displaying is trickiness <laughs> wow eliphaz eh? just come out and say that you are jealous of your friend Eh? And move on. It says, and the counsel of the schemer is brought to, to a quick end. In the daytime, they meet in darkness, and at noon, they group as in the night. But God saves the fatherless from the sword, the sword of, of their mouth, and the needy from the hand of the mighty. In other words, he is claiming that Job used to oppress people, okay? And that because of the oppression that Job used to bring on people, God brought this calamity upon him to, to deliver the fatherless you know from job's sword and that's why you will see some of job's response say so the poor have hope and iniquity shuts our mouth happy and fortunate is the man whose whom god reproves 
So do not despise or reject the correction of the Almighty, subjecting uh, you to trial and suffering. Okay, so while this might be true, this is not the case in Job. Saying that happy and fortunate is the man whom God reproves. Yes, as children of God, the Bible says, uh, is there if you call yourself a son, you should expect discipline and correction from God. So yes, God does reprove us. God does allow things, you know, you know, to happen to us. But this is not the case in Job. In in Job's case here, he says, so do not despise the rejection and, and the correction of the Almighty, subjecting you to trial and suffering. For he wounds, but he binds up. He smites, but his hands heals perfectly true it will rescue you in six trouble a lot of us quote this scripture yes remember it's eliphaz saying it and he's saying it out of jealousy okay so ensure that when you say it say it out of the purity and the, and 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 the holiness of your heart it says it will rescue you in six troubles in seven nothing that is evil of for you will touch you in farming, it will redeem you from death, and in war, from the power of the sword. You shall be eaten from the scourge of the tongue, neither shall you be afraid of destruction when it comes. Now, praying, yes, that this is all true. You will not be afraid of destruction when it comes. Uh, here, not because Job has do- done anything wrong. Destruction has come for him, not because he has done anything wrong. But yes, remember, God was just trying to prove that this man will stand for me. 22 says, at destruction and famine you shall laugh yes i pray for you at destruction and famine you will laugh neither shall you be afraid of the living creatures of the earth i thought someone would say amen verse 23 says for you shall be in league with the stones of the field and the beasts of the field shall be at peace with you you shall know that your tent shall be in peace and you shall visit your food and your dwelling and miss nothing from them as someone say amen you shall know also that your children will be many and your offspring as the grass of the earth you shall come to your grave in ripe old age and as a shock of grain goes up uh, to the threshing floor in its season this is what we have searched out it is true here and eat eat it and know for yourself uh, for your for your good remember uh, why this is true uh, but he's just trying to prove a point in to job which was totally unnecessary you will see job's response from verse 6 then job answered oh that my impatience hmm? oh that my impatience and vexation might be thoroughly weighed and all my calamity be laid up over over against them in the balances balances one against the other to see if my grief is unmanly so remember job is grieving eh? allow him to grieve is one of the best thing you can do if someone to is grieving allow them grieve okay don't try to explain what they are saying or explain their situation to, to, uh, to them allow them talk and grieve it says for now it would be heavier than the sand of the sea and uh, therefore my hand have been rash and wild but it is uh, because the arrow of the almighty are within me the poison which my spirit drinks up the terrors of god set themselves in array against me does the white axe bray when it asks grass so he is trying to tell eliphaz you know i would not be talking like this if something is not happening is happening to me if something is not you know paining me right here in my spirit is it does or does the ox low over its folders can that which has no taste 
to it be eaten without salt? Or is there any flavor in the white of an egg? And this affliction my soul refuses to touch. Such things are like diseased food to me, sickening and repugnant. He was saying, don't tell me that I should accept this, this, uh, this suffering and, and this pain uh, because you say I'm a sinner. I'm not a sinner. I know that I have not sinned against God. But why? Yes, I said to God could bring this, but not that I have sinned against God. Verse 8, he says, oh, that I might have my request and that God will grant me the things that I long for. I even wish that it would please God to crush me that he would let loose his hand and cut me off. You see, Job was gradually becoming suicidal. God, just take my life. The 10 says, Then would I still have consolation? Yes, I would leap for joy amid unsparing pain, though I shrink from it that I have not concealed or denied the words of the Holy One. So Job is saying, I'm fine, let God take my life. Okay, I'm fine with being there with God, but don't claim that I have done I have done something wrong, and that's why God is punishing me. 11 says, What strength have I left? That I should wait and hope, and what is ahead of me that I should be impatient? Is my strength and endurance that of stone, or is my flesh made of bronze? Is it not that I have no help in myself, and that wisdom is quite driven from me? To him who is about to faint and despair, kindness is due from his friends, lest he forsake the fear of the Almighty. So Job is telling Eliphaz, Look, I am in despair. Okay, all I need from you guys. It's kindness, okay? And if you can't give this, of course, it might come to the point where you just forsake and you cause me to, you know, to forsake the fear of the Almighty. And I'm telling you, Job is just saying the truth. If you have any friend, you know anyone who is grieving, I'm saying that the only, one of the best things you can do to them is just be there for them, okay? Just be there for them, you know, be kind to them and, and support them. You don't need to prove any points. You don't need to explain why the, these things have happened, why the accident has happened, why the child has died, why this and 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 leave that to God. Just pray that God will answer their questions and I know God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. 15, he say, you my brethren have dealt deceitfully as a brook, as the channel of brooks that pass away, which are black and turbid uh, by reason of the eyes and in which the snow hides itself. You see, Job is now giving him hand that yes, are you you're not a good friend. Yes, you're not a good friend. And I'm praying that God will not give you this kind of friends. Amen. Yes. 17 says, when they get warm, they shrink and disappear. When it is hot, they vanish out of their place. The caravans are which travel by way of them turn aside. They go into the waste places and perish. Such is my disappointment in you, the friends I fully trusted. You see that? Job is saying, I'm disappointed in you, in, in you, Eliphaz. Why will you come here and come and be telling me that uh, my children must have done something against God or I must have sinned against God and that's why uh, these things are, are, are happening? No. It, 19 says, The caravan of Tema uh, looked for water. The companies of Sheba waited for them in vain. In other words, anyone who is trusting you people will just realize that he will wait in vain. He says they were confounded because they had hope to find water. They came there and were bitterly disappointed. Now to me, you are like a dried up brook. Hi! May God not make you like this. Eh? If you have a friend, be a friend. Yes, there's a friend that sticks closer than even a brother. Help, help, be there. Just offer help. 
you know, an offer circle. He says, you see my dismay and terror. And believing me to be a victim of God's anger, you, you are afraid to sympathize with me. Did I ever say bring me a gift or pay a bribe on my account from your wealth to deliver me from the adversaries and or redeem me from the hand of the oppressor? Teach me, I will hold, teach me and I will hold my peace and cause me to understand wherein I have heard. How forcibly are words of straightforward speech, but what does your arguing, your arguing argue and prove, or your reproof uh, reprove? Do you imagine your words to be an argument, but the speeches of one who is desperate to be as to be as as wind? Yes, you would cast lots over the fatherless and bargain away your friends. Can you imagine? So Job could could, could pick, you know, their, <laughs> what they are intending to do. Okay, so they were just—I don't know what. But anyway, the Bible introduced them as his friends for seven days. They had been listening to Job rant and rail. Okay, so maybe that had gotten into their into their hearts and spirits. Okay, verse twenty-eight says, "Now be pleased." To look upon me that it may be evident to you if I lie, for surely I would not lie to your face. Return from your suspicion, I pray you. Let there be no injustice. Yes, return again to confidence in me. My vindication is in it. Is there wrong on my tongue? Cannot my taste discern that uh, what is destructive? So Job is just saying, I don't really need this from you, my my friend. And I'm sure you have had friends like that, right? I don't need this from you. All I just need for you is to be here and just and just support me. Why will you come here and come and be telling me that I must have I must have done something wrong or that there's a sin in my life and that's why God is punishing me? Okay, I don't need this from you, my friends. Just be here. You know, it's jealousy. It's because you you have cast lots. Okay, yes. Banjo, you have cast lot to try and you know get rid of your friend. And Job is saying, I'm disappointed in you guys. Verse seven, chapter seven says, Is there is there not an appointed warfare and hard labor to man upon earth? And are not his days like the days of an island, as a servant earnestly look for the shade and the evening shadows, and as an island who looks for the reward of his work, so am I allotted months of futile suffering and long nights of misery are appointed to me. When I lie down, I say, when shall I arise and the, and the night be gone? And I am full of tossing to and fro uh, till the dawning of the day. So yes, Job is simply explaining how he is feeling. He's explaining his pain. He says, and I am full of tossing to and, f- and fro till the dawning of the day. I can't sleep at night. And I know there are people listening to me here right now. You know, who can identify with Job? I can't sleep. When it's in the night, I hope it will be morning. When it is morning during the day, I see the sun and everything. Ah, and trouble has come. Oh, this is an, and that day of pain and trouble. Ah, let night come. That was how Job was living. And I'm telling you, this is just the crying or the, or the or the tongues or the words of a man that is grieving he says my flesh is clothed with warm and clothes clothes of dust my skin is broken and has become loathsome and it closes up and breaks out afresh my days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle and are spent without hope oh remember that my life is but wind a puff a breath a sob my eyes shall see good no more the eyes of him who sees me shall, shall see me no more while your uh, while your eyes are upon me i shall be gone as the cloud is consumed and vanishes away so he would 
goes down to Sheol, the place of, 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 the, of the dead shall come up no more. He shall return no more to his house, neither shall his place know, his place know him anymore. Therefore I will not restrain my, my mouth, I will speak in the anguish of my spirit, I will complain in the bitterness of my soul, of my soul, O Lord. So yes, why Job really is not cursing God, but Job is also making a, a small mistake. I'm sure you know, he's making a small mistake in that, um, okay, if to an instant he's telling God that why don't you just take my life? Allow me go and join my children. Allow me go and come and be with you. In a sense, that might not be a big mistake, but Job was not really asking God, why is this happening? And what are you trying to do? But I tell you, that is not easy to do in the face of pain and grief. Is it, am I, am I the sea or the sea monster that you set a watch a watch over me when I say my bed my bed shall comfort me my couch shall ease my complaint then you scare me with dreams and terrify me through visions so you can just have an idea what Job is going through so, so that I would choose strangling and death rather than and this my bones I loathe my life I would not live forever let me alone for my days are a breath a, a, a breath of futility. What is man that you should magnify him and think him important and that you should set your mind upon him? I'm telling you, you will find this this scripture in Psalm, um, Psalm, 8, Psalm 8 verse 4 where the, the devil, I think the devil was the one speaking that what is man that you are mindful of him? What is the son of man that you know that you made him so so great, a little lower than, 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 the, than the angels? Job is saying the same thing. What is man that you should magnify him and think him important and that you should set your mind upon him and that you should visit him every morning and try and try him every moment how long will your plaguing glance your plaguing glance not look away from me nor you let me alone till i swallow my my spittle if i have sinned what harm have i done to you to you to you oh you watchers and keepers of men why have you set me as a mark for uh, for you so that i am a burden to myself and you and why do you not pardon my transgression and take away my iniquity for now shall i lie down in the dust and even even if you will seek me diligently it will be too late for i shall not i shall not be so yes job is telling god you know just take me away okay uh, this suffering is too much for me and i'm telling you uh, anyone who has it before will tell you that they understand what job is going through all right so obviously eliphaz could not answer okay so eliphaz keeps quiet and Bildad, the shuite comes up you know to to bring his own railings now listen to him again a lot of truth but uh, a few Envy hidden there and lies hidden there. That if you are not careful, you will make a mistake. He said, Then answered Bildad the Shuite, How long will you say this these things, Job? And how long shall shall the words of your mouth be as a mighty wind? Does God pervert justice or does the Almighty pervert righteousness? Never. Okay? So perfectly true. If your children have sinned against him, then he has delivered them into the power of their transgression. Job's children did not sin. 
okay so build that you are mistaken he says if you will seek god diligently and make your supplication uh, to, to the almighty then if if you then if you are pure and upright surely he will bestir himself for you and make uh, your righteous dwelling prosperous again builder is saying that if you will just pray i'm sure you met people like that right maybe you are not praying enough maybe you are not going to church well enough maybe you are not holy enough that's why some of these things have happened have happened, have happened. in fact if you would just pray more pray seven hours pray eight hours you know and your thing the situation will change okay build shut up yes verse seven says and though your beginning was small yet your latter end would greatly increase and this is the truth a lot of us use this scripture and it's yes it's perfectly true i pray for someone though your beginning is small your latter end will greatly increase yeah i heard someone say amen for inquire i pray he said of the former age and apply yourself uh, to that which their fathers have searched out for we are but of yesterday and, and know nothing because our days upon earth are a shadow shall not the forefathers teach you and tell you and utter words what's out of their heart the deepest part of their nature can the rush of papyrus uh, grow up without marsh can the flag or or, or need kind of can the flag or reed grass grow without water? He's saying that Job understand. You need to understand. We know why these things are happening to you. Okay? He said, while it is yet green in flower and not cut down, it wilders uh, before any other helps when uh, without water. We, are, we know why the, uh, this thing is happening to you. The fact that this thing is happening to you, eh, there is a water that is inside you, and that water is your sin. He says, so are the ways of all who forget God. In other words, <laughs> God, Job must have forgotten God. Eh? Yes, he, he has been living anyhow. Yes. And now calamity has come. He should accept it. No. Ogalbeda. That's not Job. Say so. So are the ways of all who forget God. And the hope of the godless shall perish. Job is not godless. So he says Job. It's because you are godless. Says for his confidence breaks. And the object of his trust is a spider's web. web. He shall lean upon his, his house. But he shall not stand. And he shall not fast. And he shall hold fast to it. But it shall not last. He is green before the sun, and it should go forth over his garden. So this man is saying that look, it is because you do, you are not rooted in God, and that's why because small evil has come now, you can't stand in God. Seventeen says, "Godless, uh, godless is root are uh, wrapped about the stone heap, and see their their way promising promisingly among the rocks. But if God snatches him from his from his property then having passed into the hand of others uh, passing passed into the hands of others it is property will forget and deny him saying i have never seen you before as if ashamed of him like his former friends see this is the joy of going uh, the way of the ungodly hmm can you imagine and from the dust others will spring up to take his place behold as surely as god will never uphold wrongdoers he will never cast away a blameless man hmm. he will yet fill your mouth with laughter job and your lips with joyful shouting those who hate you will be clothed with shame and the thanks of the wicked shall 
be no more. So tomorrow we'll continue with the words of, 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 of Bill Dad. But I'm telling you, you already know that he's clearly mistaken, right? Saying that uh, Job, mm -hmm, you there, there's something that you have done. That is why this evil has come. Listen, there are times when evil comes to good people. Yes, evil comes and mistakes come, mistakes happen to good people. Uh, please listen this morning. It's not because God wants to punish you. It's not even because you have done anything wrong. There are times when challenges come and God wants us to learn from them. If anything, uh, when challenges come, we should draw closer to God. If there's a mistake I have seen Christians make, is that when trouble comes, when you expect them to move closer to God, that is when they move farther and farther away. When people are going through their own challenging times, instead of them to press in closer to God, that is when they start running altar scatter from one pillar to one post, from one Babalao's house to the other, trying to find a solution. When challenges are coming like this, it might not necessarily mean that you have done anything wrong. It is an opportunity for you to press into God. Yes, and that's where we are going to stop today. I press into God. It doesn't matter whether good or bad. Press into God. Yes, this might be the last, just one little small mistake that Job is making here. And I'm telling you, I can understand. And most people listening this morning can understand Job. If someone is grieving, yes, they can make this mistake. But I'm saying to someone this morning, when uh, good come, press into God. When when evil comes, when pain comes, uh, find God. Instead, call on God. There's no need trying to ex ask God to explain anything. Or like some of us, we say, God, why? 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 God, why? Instead of asking God, why? Say, God, I want to see your glory. I want to see you. Will you make that your prayer? If you're going through a, a time of grief, I want you to ask God to comfort you. To ask God to be here with you in the name of Jesus. That you will not grieve in vain. And that the Lord will uphold you with his own right hand in the mighty name of Jesus. Will you go ahead and pray this morning? Father, we give you all the glory. Ah, Father, we bless you. Father, thank you because I know that you are with us. I know, Lord, that you will glorify your name in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we accept good and bad. But we know that you are here with us. So we ask, Lord, you will uphold us. In the name of Jesus. For everyone grieving this morning, Lord, comfort their heart. Bind up their spirit. In the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that a new season will come from you. In the name of Jesus, there will be no longer pain in your life. Father, we give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.